Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, we are doing Hypnospace Outlaw. all things retro internet and dystopian sort of is my good friend craig hello i mean hello dave that's me typing on it oh my god i'm rubbish at that hi how are you this evening you could have went the clickety clackety thing oh yeah i mean um it's too late now it's i couldn't even edit that to cover up with clickety clack noises no that's impossible. All right, so, Craig, um, this was a surprise to both of us because this is a request. So, um, the the person did not give us their name. So we all we know is their initials are JG. Mm-hmm. They listen to the show. Yep. And they like Hypnospace Outlaw. So, uh, if you know anybody that fits that description, tell them we said, "Good on you, bud." Um. Unless it's a dog or a child, and then pat them on the head gently. <laughs> uh, we didn't really have any. Uh, they didn't leave a, let's say, a, a, a thoughts on like, hey, this is why I picked it. But they did say we are very nostalgic, and this would fit perfectly. Now, uh, parsing that comment, I believe he means to say you guys are dirt old. Do this game about dirt old things. Yeah, that that, that sounds about right. I mean, it's only. Yeah, it works for me. Um, so we're going to have Craig read the stats. We'll talk about um, our experience with this. But we are going to be a little funky with the spoilers because this does have an overarching plot. And I don't want to give that away completely mm-hmm. because a lot of the fun is is sussing out that plot. Yeah. So, Craig, give us the stats. Okay. Um, so it's Hypnospace Outlaw, developed by Tendershoot, published by No More Robots, uh, designed by Jay Tholen. Well done, Jay. Uh, pro- I'm going to do all the names because there's not a lot and I think they all deserve like this is this, they deserve credit for this it was and more importantly you can pronounce them oh all. I can pronounce most of them it was programmed by Mike Lashk Lashk <laughs> fuck I fucked up in the first name could you make me look a little worse than <laughs> uh, programmed by Corey Cochran and oddly my grandpa um, my grandpa's first name is Cochran I think I've told you about him before but um a little more few letters in his, his first name, but his first, it's a solid first name of Cochrane, which I think is a lovely name. Um, he, now, see, I would imagine growing up on the uh, playground of the United States of America, you're going to get a lot of very laser-focused insults to the name Cochrane. Oh, um, the, the, the oddly, with my group of friends, everyone knew my grandpa. He's... he's Sadly, passed away now, but everyone knew my grandpa. And one of my good, good friends, um, every single time I was like, oh, I'm going to see my grand, I'm going to see my grandpa, whatever, he would just go, Cochrane Plue, in a really, like, fake, <laughs> Co- you're away to see Cochrane Plue. Because <laughs> that, his surname was Plue, like P-double-L-U. The entire name is amazing. It, it, no, no, as a whole, yes, that is that is an amazing name. The fact that nobody is laser focused in on the cock in his name? Nah, nobody. I find to be 
just a missed opportunity. No, we're it's a mixture of being respectful for your grandparents, but also the fact that cock is such a lazy tar it's a lazy target. Someone could be oh. called cocky make cock face <laughs> and you'd be like, Hey cocky, how you doing today? You know, it's when someone's called <sighs> like I, I, I can't even think of a, a suitable uh, if someone was called Donger, Mr. Donger, you'd be like, hey, Mr. Donger. <laughs> That's what you would focus on. Uh, I know a Mr. Winky, and I do not envy his high school years at all. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, that you had to grow up with the name Cochrane. You probably got a lot of shit Aww. for it. But you, you came out on top. I mean, you came out yeah. on top. Corey, if you did. Let me know because I'd be interested to know if you had like a um, a good childhood where folk were just like maybe your nickname was Cock and you were just like you know what I'm gonna roll with this I don't know anyway uh, so arted and written by Jay Tholen again I feel like he's a driver behind this whole game um, also written I, I mean you said I could pronounce everything I don't know if you've got the Wikipedia open but Exalavir Exlav Exalavir, X A L A V I E R, Exalavir Nelson Jr. Um, the music was composed by Jay Tholen, and it was built. I've googled the engine. We could maybe talk about that later, but it was released on Windows, Mac, Linux, Switch, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One over twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Um. And bit of genre-wise, it's kind of like a puzzly simulation, like a simulation of an opera, like a virtual machine um, puzzle simulator thing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's this weird. I heard it described as kind of like a mix of her story and. Uh, what was that other game where, where it's just a detective game where you find the person's phone and you have to sort through oh, it to find out um, what happened? Um, Laura played that. I wish I could remember what it was called. No More Heroes. No, God, no, Craig, where did that come from? No, definitely not No More Heroes. <laughs> um, I know what you're talking about, and it is exactly that. You find someone's phone, you have to dig through text messages to figure out what happened. Um, I am a big fan of this kind of game. I really liked her story. Like... It's it's really well done. It's, and it's got some obviously like live action acting in it. It's it's an incredibly interesting game. I did not like her story, but I totally respected what it went for, right? Like mm-hmm. like it's oh, this is a cool idea, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um have you played this guy's previous game? Because well, he's done more than one, but um no, I haven't, and I've, I was going to bring it up because when I googled, they like to do minimal research as we do. Uh, I did notice mm-hmm. he had another game, and, I, and and it's not often you go immediately. I'm going to find that game, and I'm going to play the shit out of it. Like I am bought in to his brain. Um, I have played Dropsy. Mm-hmm. Um, that clown at the beginning goes from terrifying to unsettling to by the end you're just like that dude is adorable <laughs> uh it, it's weird how your your um emotions change based on that arguably terrible main character design um yeah i would i would like really suggest dropsy it's super cool okay. it, it doesn't have much in the way of 
storytelling. A lot of it is nonverbal. So it's like really cool puzzles that are nonverbal. Okay. Which is, I would imagine, outside your comfort zone, like in terms of adventure yeah, game. Yeah, maybe. But, um... but um, again, didn't like it, but totally respect it. And will that be how I feel about Hypnospace Outlaw? Who knows? Who knows? I've never played it. I just watched the YouTube. Yeah. Um, just, um, I was, I was going to say, like I said during the introduction, I was going to say something about the game engine, and it's built on basically what looks like a semi point and click, semi JavaScript driven game making software. Like, um, what's the one we always take the piss out of, but it turns out it makes good games. Unity, Unity, like a Unity esque platforming clicky you click this and then this thing happens with triggers and things it looks and like it looks absolutely incredible so i went and downloaded it to give it a bash because i thought it's it's worth having a poke about and it's it's got like you know ea and sega use construct three sounds amazing i'm not a salesperson for construct worryingly it also has zynga (laughs) listed in there um oh really but i mean it it seems to be and never heard of it before but it seems to be a fairly flexible solid game development platform and i've i've played about with unity and it i don't really like making things in 3d so this feels like i'm, I'm gonna have a good potter about with this honestly i don't like making things period i just <laughs> like tearing down all the hard hard work of others and then feeling superior about it uh, <laughs> um did you see the the thing where they they released uh, like a partial part of their engine that lets you design your own web pages that in this oh, engine? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't see that. They downloaded uh, tools to, so you can make your own little uh, hypnospace web page. Super cool. Okay. Um, uh, we have not explained this game at can, all. Can I say one more thing though? Can I say one more thing because it was yeah, interesting? Sure. So the people that published it, no more robots. Um, I, I just thought mm-hmm. that they've got to have published something I've played before. It turns out, no. I haven't really played anything. I haven't heard of anything. Apart from one game, the first game they published, I bought for a friend for his birthday last year because he's a cyclist and he wasn't getting to cycle because of COVID. You know, at that point, everyone was indoors and you have to stay indoors. It's yeah. called Descenders and it's basically... It's actually sold as, and this is what made me think it's funny. It's sold as a sports roguelike. <laughs> so you, oh, that's pretty cool. So you basically you start off with a bog standard bike, and you've got to get down a hill, and then progressively upgrade your your bike and bits and bobs and stuff. I just think it's hilarious. I had a lot of fun with it, and um, it's well worth like maybe eight pounds or something like that if you can get it for that. It's. So almost like a Trials yeah. RPG? It, yeah, almost like Trials. It's 3D and it features a lot of, you know, snarky commentary and all that kind of stuff as well. He, he rates it very so, highly. So, uh, you see that, folks? Craig is not only great at creating things, he's also a good friend. Not to me, mind you, only to people he likes. Uh, yeah, now, I'm not buying you Descendals. Oh, I'd slap you in the face. Um, okay, so somebody's mowing outside? As in, mo. I mows at five in the afternoon. Mo. Dave, I cut the grass at half well, six last night. Why? Do it early uh, in the morning uh, so it's done. No, and it's cool. Uh, morning dew. Uh, no, no, yeah, I'm a mow in the morning kind of guy. Mm. I mean, who cares about the morning dew? I mean, I don't have a lot to mow, but you know. Anyway, off of mowing yeah. with Dave and Craig, 
But if you hear it in the background, I'm sorry. Not much no. I can do about it other than yell at the person and then they will beat me up. Yeah, I've got to say, Probably like, the way it's gonna go. we've managed to get a good chunk through this and normally this doesn't happen unless we don't like a game. But I'm, act- I actually, I'm desperate to talk about the game and we seem to keep just going off track. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the... Well, uh, we also haven't talked in that's a week. That's true. So it's that's true. always a, a boner. Um, it's always a boner. No, this is... The, it's always a boner. <laughs> Like, you know, we're, we're excited to talk to each other. Um, this is a very interesting and exciting game to talk about because there arguably is nothing quite like this. And we're going to have to have a talk about the nostalgia, like Mr. Jonathan Price said. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's super important on both the good and the bad. Yeah. But let's let's reset back to zero. <laughs> Restart your HypnoOS headset and... Craig, how did you play this? Um, I played it with... Uh, I was going to completely lie there because I'm looking at my mouse. I played it on the Xbox. It's on Game Pass as we speak. Oh, that's um, nice. So just pulled um, it off of that. I think, all things considered, I didn't know I was going to like it as much. It would have been slightly more immersive with a keyboard and mouse. Well, uh, how did it control with a controller, by the way? Because there were a couple places where I was thinking, like, ew, this would kind of suck with a controller. Um, it, it wasn't too bad. The worst bit, as as everything with the controller, um, the worst bit was actually typing with the controller. Uh, if- oh, yeah. How did you? How did it work for things like janitor, out of curiosity? Oh, it was ab- absolute, like, it was absolutely fine. It just, it, everything felt like it just took a wee bit longer. I, by that point, I was like, oh, I wish I could just go and like use my keyboard and mouse and I probably could like it's an Xbox I probably could have plugged in a keyboard and mouse and been fine <laughs> um yeah well that's how I played it uh, uh after I booted it up with the controller and then I quickly googled oh can I use keyboard and mouse because I figured I had a wee pain in the butt it said yes and so I decided to go semi period appropriate Craig and I played with an old compact mechanical keyboard oh, nice. and a trackball from Logitech. You know, the, one of those Holy. ones that had like the little red ball on the end? Macaroni. I know, right? Um, it was a super good reminder of how trackballs are stupid unless you're using them for very specific things. Like Marble uh, Madness. And yeah, there's like Marble Google Madness Earth. and MS Paint. <laughs> Google Earth. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was a lot of fun to play kind of period appropriate with it. But um, everything worked perfectly fine on um, PS5. I could even, like, I uh, when playing, what's the name? Outlaw. When playing Outlaw, uh-huh. I even switched without having to unplug anything from controller to keyboard oh, and mouse. Oh, that's nice. Just because I found Outlaw a little easier with uh, controller. So, yeah, everything worked super good. Hmm. Okay, so why don't you actually explain what this game is, maybe the setup, the premise, and then what you actually do. So, um, again, we're not going to get too spoilerly with specifics, but uh, Hypnospace Outlaw basically boots you into uh, an older-looking operating system, very pixelated, you know, you've got a menu bar along the bottom, some menu options along the top, and you have been contracted in in the early dystopian internet days to basically act as an enforcer in inverted commas that's your your role you're there to browse the internet and report 
in fractions. So someone uploads a MP3 of something that's licensed music, boom, you say that's licensed music and it gets removed from the internet. You are a like active participant in this. Um, if they're you're pretty much a forum mod for the whole internet. Yeah, like for the entire internet, and it's not a case of you know there's many kind of like hoops to jump through. It's very brutal. You click on an image of a fish and you say that is copyrighted, and within seconds it's removed from the internet. Like it's removed from the internet. Uh, so uh, when 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 Craig says the internet, uh, if you are younger <laughs> than we are, know, which yeah. God bless you if you are, right? Uh, and this isn't going to be up for all you kids out there uh-huh. because why the hell should you have to know what Netscape Navigator is? It's fossilized at this point. Um, back when when the internet was sort of newish when we were kids, uh, everything was kind of like rooms. Mm-hmm. You didn't necessarily just type in a, a search engine and then what you wanted and go to a, a site dedicated to that. You went to what was called a web ring where, you know, this is Roddy's Bikes. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, Roddy's Bikes would be like, check out my friend's sites. And it'll be like, you know, Sherry's Psychic Healing yeah. or, you know, things like that. It, you're very much following like layers of links yeah. into things. And everything kind of has this um, angel fire look yeah. to it right it's like a um if you think of some sort of old web builder drag and drop buttons and you know like everything has a gradient and there's music that plays on every website everyone has a music that starts as soon as mm-hmm. you enter the site if ah i mean ah. i i studied um web development and Probably, honestly, Dave, maybe 1999 or maybe 2000. <laughs> and I passed my course building a website that sold tiles because I thought it was comical that I could have a tiled background that's on a website that sold tiles. <laughs> and sold tiles. Um, but it literally, when you loaded the website, it played the Winnie the Pooh theme song in MIDI format. So it went... <laughs> So, in other words, never annoying, never <laughs> muted it, uh-huh. just always let it wash over you every time. Yeah, so I, uh, I, see, I didn't take a web course, but I did use MySpace uh-huh. and the tiled backgrounds with the... You know, Craig, I really hate to admit it, but I was closer to Zane Rocks than I wanted to be <laughs> oh. when I was a teenager. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to have the heavy metal, the tiled background of the Grim Reaper in there. You had to let everybody know exactly what hobbies you were interested in because that's super important. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of either friends or things I remembered in this game. Yeah. Like whoever, um, let's say, designed each one of these websites mm-hmm. really knew what the hell they were doing. Yeah, it, it was when... Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or whoever uh, requested this said we are nostalgic I think like this immediately put me into the past I was messaging Dave and Dave I'm sure you messaged me at one point the game is so immersive that when it flips that trigger of reminding you what it is all of a sudden you just find yourself browsing the internet (laughs) inside this game and you're like ah what the hell's happened to me? It's it's really well done. It's it's expertly recreated I, the internet of twenty two years ago. 
I'm not huge into uh, immersion. I don't get immersed into a lot of games. It just doesn't happen. Um, and there was a point I messaged you afterwards, but I was sitting there and I'm just browsing, looking around, <laughs> see what Zane Rock's 14, but he's actually 15. He's uh, up yeah. to. And I, I caught myself and went, oh, wait, I should play that game for the show. And then I literally pulled up the schedule and went, oh, oh, never mind. Um, yeah, it, it is. You do tend to get lost, especially before there's plot. Yeah. Like once the plot kicked in, I didn't find that too much because you were very much on a mission mm-hmm. at that point. But um, yeah. yeah, before that kicks in, you just find yourself curious of like, well, what's this guy have to say about Cooper? Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it's you're just curious. Yeah. Um, so let's talk no. for a moment. Oops, no, sorry. you go first. Go ahead. I was going to say, let's talk for a moment about, uh, just out of curiosity, because I'm super curious, where were you in 99 in regards to the internet? Um, I was full on. I had a website for my Counter-Strike clan. It was beautiful. It had mouse over things (laughs) and everything. Uh, I regularly visited web cafes because you went to Borders um, bookstore and you went on the internet. I hadn't quite figured out, like, of all the things to not figure out, I don't think I've sent emails or things like that. It was all um, ICQ messaging was a big thing. Um, Oh, okay, yeah. So it was ICQ, uh, Counter-Strike website, and not even torrenting. It was BearShare and all the... LimeWire and Morpheus. Morpheus. Uh, all all that stuff that was me so I, I, I mean I was oh, painful painful as a child I can't even remember when but I had a 28.8k modem and my mum and dad let me go on the internet and it was great and then 56.6 came out or something and I was like mum dad oh 56k the, yeah the only thing I need in life is a 56k modem like like it's I, I I'm gonna die if I do not get this 56k modem. <laughs> and that, I remember feel, I remember browsing, we had a, a paper and it was like a, a advertising, half sales, half, you know, like shops, local shops that sold computer parts called Micromart. And I remember browsing Micromart, highlighting 56k modems, thinking maybe I can convince mum and dad to get me this one. It's It, it was like, 80, 90 pounds at the time. A lot of money. Uh, it was a lot of money, mm. and it is super weird that you were circling hardware mm. because, you know, I, that, uh, I was really I, into hardware. In 99? Oh, I, I was, I was kind of where I am now. Like, I didn't really change too much. Mm. I'm kind of the, eh, if it works, I don't care. Yeah. Just, just let me do what I want to do. Um, we had a 56K modem because, you know, we were top of the litter. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, in 99-ish, I was still living in Philadelphia, and I didn't go the hardware route. I went the, we need a second phone line, because oh, I wow. should be able to get on the internet all day, every day, because that's how long it takes to download anything. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to clutter this up too much with old men musty <laughs> no! memories, yeah. which is what we should totally call our podcast now. <laughs> um but yeah, like like this hit super hard in the A, boy, I remember when, and B, thank God it isn't this anymore. Yeah. Like I uh, I found myself getting frustrated with like 
how slow things were loading in the game. Did you, it's like, come on, come did on. Did you? And this is one of those things that happened back then on a forum board somewhere inside Hypnospace Outlaw. Someone said, if you wiggle your mouse backwards and forwards, the page oh my, loads I, I fast. I was doing it unconsciously <laughs> for a long time. And then I saw that. I'm like, wait, really? Does uh, it? But yeah, that's what we used to do. You play with uh, the mouse. And luckily, that's why you have all the super cool cursors and themes yeah. that you had. So you could be entertained when you wait 45 minutes for that game FAQs thing to download. So you can print yeah. out 199 pages and play Chrono Cross. Oh, I mean... Uh, yeah, this was super... Was. Super well done. It, it was, and I think, like, I know you, you, you're normally in charge. I could, I could talk like this all day because we talk like this when we're not recording. This is, this is how we speak. Um, if we're, in English, if, yes. Well, yeah, in English. But to get slightly back on track because we're old men talking about reliving, we're probably, oh, you kids these days, you don't. Um, <laughs> So the point of an, an enforcer is to enforce things, but what happens... And sorry, Dave, I've completely segued on to talking about the game. Um, what happens... That's in, fine, no worries. You're assigned to cases that, um, across the course of the game, get slightly more serious. So your first case is... Um, there's an image. I'm not going to even name... I've, I've already said it's a fish. I'm not going to name names or anything. But you find out through your case... Basically, there. Oh no, I need to say the name because it's it's part of the point of what I'm trying to make. You get told there's a fish called Gooper, and people. I stand with Gooper, and that's not until later. Then people, um, <laughs> are using the image of Gooper, the fish, a detective fish, um, illegally. So please, for the love of God, go and find these people, and delete the images of Gooper. And we've already explained when you hit a website, you select an element on that website and you can immediately delete it from the internet. So you have to find it, but you're not. it's not like it pops up and it says, here's a map. You go here. You're given a web browser with a search bar and you've got to search for keywords. Um, so the obvious first one to search for is Gooper, which brings up three web pages and you go into the first one uh, and this is where it started getting to me you go into the first one and it's uh obviously the internet is powered by 14 year olds at this point it's a, a teenager who has a website 14 year olds and boomers 14 year olds and boomers it's a, a, a teenager that has a website that is dedicated to this fish there are pictures from school kids that just says, you know, like Janet, age nine, and it's a shitty drawing of a fish. And you can report all of these. And just Some of us did. And uh. get them deleted from the internet. At which point, and each of this is an infraction against the person that made the web page. If they have too many infractions, if, you know, the person has three goopers on their web page, you can report the user. Um, so I reported the user due diligence and all that you've got to do your job that you're there as an enforcer okay so so when you get a case uh generally they will say hey here's a vague area to look in like go to teentopia which is the best thing in the world 
And you'll basically go down this list and say, okay, um, is there any harassment going on? And they'll be like, oh, you know, hey, check Zane because we've had a complaint about him. Or they don't generally just throw you into the deep end of the water and go, I don't know, look at the whole internet. Um, I found that was super helpful at first. And when they did go vague with it, like, let's say after the break, yeah. if you know yep. what I mean. Um. I found that kind of annoying because at, at that point you had seen a lot of those pages before. Oh my goodness. Like, but we tackled this compl like the complete opposite because I, I point blank refused at that case. In the second case, Zane is being a bit of a mm -hmm. dick. I could not bring myself to open every page and it might've been because I was on a controller, but I, wanted to use the keywords like i zoned in on oh, keywords okay so i would search for zane and someone had a page called zane sucks so i would view that and then i would look at the tags that were attached to that page like i very i butted up you went high level i with butted it. up against just clicking on every page because it feels a bit brute forcey the it is it is a super brute force mm -hmm. way to do it but in the beginning, I was very interested in reading everything mm -hmm. because it is so well done. Mm -hmm. um, I, I actually started to get annoyed later on in the game when you had to go more, um, let's say, computer savvy. Like you had to go more tech savvy with things, finding them. It just, it ramps. Oh, I, I we'll get there. We'll yep, get we'll, there. We'll, get, we'll get there. Um, so we should talk about how we actually tackled each case, right? Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Generally, the way I did it, since this, a, this is a point and click, and my tolerance for fucking around with a point and click is the lowest it could possibly get. Uh, what I would do was, like, let's say with the Cooper case, since we talked about that. Went through, checked all of it. I'm like, okay, I found all the Coopers I can. Let me use a hint system to see if I missed anything. So I would, like, get ready to hit case closed and then check with a walkthrough or a hint okay. system. Which, by the way, the in-game hint system is pretty good. I mean, I doubt you had to use it because you're old hat at this. But if you just go to the, the keyword search and type in hint, you can pay three Are you? I didn't even know that existed. I'm like, not in a... Yep. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And it has this really cool system, right? Where it, it does, like, the universal hint oh, system thing. Three levels of... Where it's... Here's a yep, weak hint, medium hint, really strong hint. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, that was how I found... The, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not ashamed to say it, because I can beat you at a fighting game. Uh, <laughs> I, I That's what I had to do to find the person's password. Okay. Yeah. If, if you remember yeah. that. Uh, I ended up using the hint system for that. Yeah. Um, so how did you generally hit these things? Um, like every single one, as I say, was keywords. It was keywords to start. Um, so Gooper was Gooper, Zane was Zane. As you go through it, um, the third one, the third case is about um, basically, you know, the, the a version of PayPal that popped up that they wanted to knock in the head. At this point, I got to note, um, and I, I, I don't know if I like, I fully like the way the game went, but as I was reporting things, I was just, as I say, Jude Dillon reporting everyone, reporting 14-year-old such-and-such for mm -hmm. using a Gooper thing. In my head, I genuinely suddenly clicked and thought, what if I've reported her and they're just literally going to march her off and shoot her in the head? Like, I thought it was that dystopian way. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I was... I, the only time that flag went up was when they... Uh, because they email you every time you report uh-huh. someone. And they'll say, hey, you know, they got a three-month suspension or they've been permanently banned. And the the wording they used one time, I kind of raised an eyebrow. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. And then on the bottom, they're like, no, we didn't actually go out and arrest yeah. them. This is just a... I'm like, oh, okay. okay. I, I, um, I, just, oh. I was kept on... Like, we can talk about it later. And I'm like, I, but every single time I thought someone was going to... I thought it was going to go, like, full dystopia hell. Like a, an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> um, okay, now see... Um, I just remembered, I'm sorry, this is going to take us back. Mm-hmm. I just remembered the game this reminded me of. Papers, Please. That's what this sort of reminded me oh, of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Had to get that out of the way. Otherwise, it would have driven me nuts. <laughs> uh, no, see, I, I didn't have any inkling of uh, this is dystopian. These are allegories. Like when you're banning somebody, mm-hmm. it's, it's an allegory for uh, firing squad. No, I, I, I didn't catch any of that. Wow. Except I, for that one time with an email. Dave, I didn't get it from the game. I just, I just, in my head, I made it up that that's what was happening. Oh, you just giving it the old it's, side eye for no reason. Yeah, it's of like, it's not, what's your twist? It's not hinted anywhere. And and no spoilers, of course. But I think what makes this super charming is how low stakes it is in the end. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a you don't stumble across a world ending plot. You don't stumble across yeah. a conspiracy. Well, you do stumble across a conspiracy, but it's a it's a bunch of stupid people yeah. being stupid. Do you know what? It, uh, do you know you, what? It, oh God, it, scale wise and it. It was something that hit me at the very, very end. Was I was viewing it in the wrong way? I was viewing it as some sort of high stakes, high stress thing. And maybe it's just me because that's it's just my personality. Well, no, but, that's what games have kind yeah. of like fostered in us. Yeah, the way to think about this is it's like a playground argument, really. Kind of like the internet was <laughs> yeah. in nineteen ninety nine. It's not. It's not horrifically high stakes. Yes. Some tragedy happens, but it's not it's not anywhere near a global level. It's not a global threat. No, it's no big corporation no. behind it with these giant world-spanning machinations. It's very low stakes, and I'm super happy they did that. Because that would have actually annoyed me if it was like, a, oh, you've uncovered a... It's not, you know, the net with Sandra yeah. Bullock. It, it's just super low stakes. Um, So, oh, this is very hard not to spoil, Craig. Okay, uh, now would be a good time to explain to the nice people about Hypnocoin. Yeah, so Hypnocoin is the currency of Hypnospace. Hypnospace is where you're in. It's the internet and in inverted commas. It's basically like AOL online or something like that. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, so Hypnocoin, you earn maybe 11 Hypnocoin for every infraction you find. You find... 11, or 11, God, I don't want to do the maths. You find three images of Goober, Gooper, and you report Gooper, them. Yeah. You get 33 Hypnocoin. You can do several things with Hypnocoin. You can use it, now I've learned, to buy hints. Uh, you can use it to buy software, which is really interesting. So you can buy antivirus software with your Hypnocoin. Other than the, uh, which you will need at some point, uh-huh. like there will be some point in the game where you need at least one of the three levels yeah. Yeah. of uh, antivirus. Everything else you can buy with your hypno coins, you generally will regret. Mm-hmm. Pretty much about twenty seconds yeah. after. <laughs> Actually, just as a tip, well, 
if we're, if we're saying that, then as a tip, save your HypnoCoin, buy the professional version of the antivirus because you do need that for um, one of the end, end, end bits of the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. Uh, there were, It was weird, Craig. Like, you know how when you get an email now and there's like a super dodgy link and it's mm. barely in a language you can understand yeah. and you're like, I shouldn't click that link. Yeah, yeah. But I am super curious about what's behind that link. Mm-hmm. Um, this really plays on like that. Like when you get the link from Professor Helper. Oh God, Professor Helper. Professor Helper is almost as good as Clippy or Bob or everything else. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Or what was it, Bonzi Buddy? Yeah. I think that was the, the purple ape thing. Um, this is a great way to satisfy that curiosity of like, that's a dodgy link. I'm totally going to click yeah. it. But at first, I was as hesitant as I am in real life to be like, no, I'm not going to click that. Mm. What are you, nuts? It's going to do something. I'm... Um, oh. God. In a game, in a game, I was trying to go for efficiency. So I got the email, I got an email in and immediately opened it, clicked a link, it started installing something and then maybe 30 seconds later, the person that sent me the first email sent me an email saying, do not don't click that do link. not click that link, and I was like, I I don't even know how I managed to fuck it so hard straight away, <laughs> like, <laughs> and before you know it, you have a virus that um, is rocking the screen, so the screen is rocking like oh, you're on oh, a ship. Oh, the wave surfer, whatever uh-huh. it was. Yep. You've got a virus that is popping up and um, disturbing imagery, which basically looks like you know body internals. There's nothing gory or graphic about it it's just like meme horror type gross stuff and you're you find yourself at one point in the game fighting a virus you're like oh oh, close 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 this tab so i can get my antivirus i love that i love that it felt like peril inside the desktop game um okay so hold on you touched on a couple of things there sorry uh number one the 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 shock image Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie Got a genuine start out of me because I'm playing with the headphones on oh, no. and I'm just sitting there in the dark and I'm just typing away like a dork. And then that thing pops up and says, Jeez. <laughs> and every time I clicked to open a page where I knew it was going to pop up, it's like that squinted <laughs> turn your head. <laughs> uh, super funny image, though. I really like uh-huh. that image. It's yeah. adorable. Um, this does a lot to emulate a computer environment. Like uh, you have a desktop. Where you can change the background, you can change the theme, because back then we all had themes where they made obnoxious noises every time you did uh-huh. anything. The, the one I loved um, is you can change your mouse trail setting from zero to a hundred, and uh, zero oh one hundred mouse trail settings is just like ah uh, <laughs> overkill, amazing. The, that was the first thing I did was go in, turn that. Oh over yeah, I, I hate mouse I, trails I was the same. so much. Straight off. So uh, they also have, um, let's say, proprietary uh, versions of like Winamp mm-hmm. with all those really terrible Winamp skins on it that make it unusable, mm-hmm. but it looks super cool. Um, they have virtual pets, mm-hmm. and that was something I never really did as a teen. Did you? Did you do the virtual desktop pet thing? Um, no, I didn't do virtual desktop pet. I did have a naked dancing lady. That now, now I know oh, that Russia okay. was spying on me or something, but I had that. The virtual pets in this, they they actually play a critical part of the story later in the the epilogue, but they're really cute because they just jump about and poop 
I, uh, like I had to, they just poop everywhere. I had poop all over my screen and two dead virtual pets. The virtual pets, when they die, leave a gravestone icon, which you can't delete, so you're permanently reminded <laughs> that you killed virtual pets. Um, I, I, just a lovely, lovely wee thing. Yep, I, I didn't have any virtual pets because because it would have driven me insane. I kept a very clean desktop. Mm-hmm. Very clean desktop. Um, so when it came time to where I had to, let's say, use one of the virtual pets for a purpose, I was stumped. That was something I, if I didn't have the walkthrough, I would still be sitting there going, this stupid game. Oh, okay. Dude, stupid. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was something I definitely needed a hint for. Yeah. Um, I think this is... I do want to state, I'm generally not a fan of of a game going multimedia and I don't mean like uh, in real life like you know sure I'll watch a cartoon made for a game sure uh, this game is chock full of terrible video clips mm-hmm. terrible audio mm-hmm. but I think this this the trick this pulls to make it not wear on your nerves is it's all 100% sincere like, this is not somebody saying, oh, hey, I'm going to do something funny and talk about soup or, you know, your, what was it, hypno tips uh-huh. from the wizard? Yeah, yeah. They are 100% straight facing this, and I think that's what makes it so good. Because I, I was thinking about it, right? Because, like, well, let's just mention the name Chowder. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, first yeah. off, I love Chowder. Chowder, <laughs> man, is amazing. But those songs, if they were vaguely trying to be funny, would have wore on me so much okay, by the yeah, time I yeah. got to the end of the game. But the fact that they're genuinely good songs, not necessarily in terms of like content, but like, oh, somebody who knows music did this. And then you have a man singing sincerely about snowmen and, and a drink. Makes this so much better. It does. Um, I actually think... Like building on that bitterness and and things that were were better, it it was really ramping up on the immersion. I hate to say immersion because I don't I don't know why. Um, it was building up that the thing that got me, um, while I was clicking through this was, you got onto one of the pages and by chance you managed to see that there was this illegal software that could boost your internet speed. And I remember all that shit from when I was like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Know. But I downloaded it and in-game, downloaded it. I installed it. I started running it. And yes, lo and behold, all the internet pages loaded immediately. But I went and turned it off, deleted the app because I was worried. I was like panicking. I was like... <laughs> Are they gonna find out that I used that? That like I was reporting that that was a bad app, and I'm using it. Um, I I don't know if you get reported on it, but I just I couldn't bring myself to use it because I I was scared. Oh, I didn't download it because I'm like I remember what you things used to do. I'm not touching you. Um, the only thing they missed is downloading something that puts 87 search bars under your address bar. That's the only thing they didn't hit. Um, I did. I did. Um, da- I felt bad almost for downloading, let's say, the illegal music when oh, you get yeah. to that part of the game. Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna grab me all these songs." Um, and yeah, you're like, oh, "Oh, I felt I feel bad." Um, this game thematically, 
what it does thematically is something I'm really at odds with, right? And uh, do you have anything else you want to say about the game before we start getting into like the the thematics of this, and then we'll put up a little spoiler wall and no, nope, um, nothing. I just yeah, like go thematics, say what you need to say, and then we'll spoiler wall it, and then we'll go to town. Okay, all right. So thematically, like um, it seems to be a a theme with this uh, with Jay Tholen, right? Uh, and again, I know this off of the two things I know about him. So if I'm wrong, my apologies, Mr. Tholen, because I'm sure you're listening to this. Um, this seems to work very hard on trying to get you to empathize with these people, even though some of these people are just so obnoxious. Uh, even the, and I'm putting in quotes here, villain, they really want you to empathize with it and they want you to feel bad for what you're doing. And I don't know if something didn't click right, but I never did. Like, I didn't feel bad for whammying all the gooper pictures. It's like, oh, don't put them... <sighs> no, not the kids' pictures. I didn't feel well, bad about the kids' right. pictures. I was going to say, dude, fucking hell. Like, Jimmy, age um, four, drew, like, a blob. And you're like, gooper. Uh, no, no, but like, like, like the I stand with Gooper nonsense, uh-huh. right? Like, I had no sympathy for those people because to me, it was like, okay, real world. That's like you slapping Mickey Mouse all over everything. Of course, you're gonna get whammy. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Um, I didn't have a lot of uh, sympathy for like uh, Zane, but that might just been because I was angry at my teenage self uh-huh. or that brassy kid. Yeah. Or, um, and I ended up getting super annoyed with a lot of these people. Like, especially in, like, what was it, uh, the Third Eye or the Hidden Eye yeah. or whatever it is, that that group. Yeah. But we, we are talking as 30-something old people. This is 14-year-old drama. This, that's why you get annoyed at it, because you're like, Zane, f- Fuck off. Stop being an ass hat. <laughs> Just stop it. Um, well, no, even in like, like, um, it's not called this, but it's it basically the boomer place. Uh-huh. Uh, where it was like the good old days yeah, or whatever yeah. it was called. Uh, it was like, oh, I, I wish I could just erase all of your stuff. Just, just all of it. Burning rubber fifty one. Stop it. Just stop putting things up, please. Uh, I, I just ended up getting annoyed with everybody, and I don't. The ending didn't hit super hard for me. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. Like I like where it goes narratively, yeah. but I didn't get any kind of emotionality out of it. Out of curiosity, did you? I find it cute. Cute is that the word? That you were just so annoyed at all these people, like they're just fictional nineties <laughs> internet people. I think, like, I, I think it's it, it's a testament to its writing for sure. Uh, yeah. That I'm like, man, I really like old like, man shouts I, I at cloud. <laughs> Old man shouts at cloud at fictional old man shouting at cloud. Uh, yeah, uh, like for example, here's a good example. A little like not a huge spoiler. It's the second chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, the harassment suit. I'll, I'll try to keep the details yeah, light. Yeah. In the harassment suit, you find out that Zane sucks. Zane just sucks. He does. And you're like, well, f- oh, fuck this little asshole. And then you ban. You know, you, you go through and you whammy all of his stuff. And then you find out that brassy kid, right? Yeah. Because he's the one that was getting harassed by Zane. And you're like, oh, this kid's an asshole too. Well, fuck them both then. 
Like, I, there was no sympathy there for like, ah, this person was getting bullied by this person. I didn't have... Oh, no. I, I had no sympathy. At that point, I had no sympathy. I was just like... Treated it like I was a 37-year-old person. Like, <laughs> imagine you weren't 37. Imagine you were a 17-year-old enforcer. You had graduated from being 15 and you have the power. You might get more invest. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe teenage me might have been like, oh my God, this is amazing. I could have turned into one of those people. Um. Yeah, okay. So, so opening it up to the whole game, did any of this hit you emotionally at all? I know, I know that's a weird question, but they're super oh, yeah. shooting for it. Um, not in any great way. I empathised with a lot of it, especially in the prologue, the epilogue. What was the one at the end? I was going to say, what happened it, in the prologue, the end? buddy? Um, in the, the epilogue, epilogue but I kind of yeah. like a more aligned with that because there was some redemption and general, you know... I thought, I thought it was it was quite exciting, um, but not emotional. Not oh my god! Okay, this... brassy kid. You know. No, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like and so I put down my keyboard and I put my head in my hands for a while. No, nothing hit like that. The only person I genuinely felt sorry for was uh, what was the girl who did the scaries? Was it Samantha? Oh, I think it was Samantha. They had yeah the two sex pests. Mm-hmm. And her, it was like, look, the, she didn't ask for any of this. Guys, knock it off, kind of thing. That was that was the only time I felt um, more than just intrigue and joy at what I was doing. Yeah. It, was, it was the only time it really clicked. Uh, I think the pro, oh, you did you did it to me too, Craig. Sorry. Uh, the epilogue, I got super annoyed at the epilogue. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk after the spoiler yeah. curtain has come down. Okay. Um. So why don't what we do is, um, why don't you give a sort of final thoughtsy for people that are hopefully interested in this because this is super special. Yeah, um, like absolutely super special. There are millions of people out there with Game Pass that could just bang this on. You will know within 15 minutes if you're going to like it or not. And if you do like it, you're going to like what happens four hours later when the game ends. It's super yeah it's super good i i just um oh, like in a gushy way i'm really surprised by how much i liked it and i shouldn't be because dave months ago said hey craig there's this game <laughs> hypnospace outlaw i'm happy that i ignored dave at that point because now i get to talk to dave about it i whole whole wholeheartedly recommend if you like point and clicks if you are in your 30s or 40s if you like puzzles if you like investigating things if you like just it like it's so broad that you might just kind of click with it and have a blast i I love this game (laughs) even even if and i don't know if this person is out there or not but I would say even if you just want to experience some really cool writing, just going on here and hanging out and reading the different pages is fun. I did that for one night. Uh-huh. I just went and I pretty much, well, Craig, I don't mean to brag, but I read the whole internet. Oh, wow. Um, Do you know? So, yeah, like one night it was just, I'm just going to hang out and read everybody's pages and hate them all. Mm-hmm. Do you know, 
you've just hit something. When we always talk about, you know, like making games friendly for non-gamers and things, you get, remember you told me, we can't make Wii Fit with Mario because people all immediately think it's a game and it's right off. Yeah. If there's anyone slightly older that remembers the internet that's never played games and stuff, this is a really kind of smooth gamification of the early internet. It's just like... It really is. And granted, if somebody hasn't played video games and they're in their 30s or 40s, they're certainly not listening to this show. But you might know that person and say, hey, why don't you try this? It's super... Well, Craig, let's talk about the price point for a moment. Uh Uh-huh. I ended up paying $15 for it. I'd be happy paying 15 US dollar pounds for it. I am... I, I was too. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the Sayonara Wild Hearts... Yeah, yeah. ...like fence that we were on for that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad I did this. I, I think it was worth 15 and I... Um, the only bit of caution I would say is do keep in mind how short it is. If you're not in the pocket for this, you might want to wait for a sale. Because it is only like four to... I think I got six or seven hours out of it because I read everything. And I think the other note on that point is if you are going to pay... If you're not game passing it and you are going to pay for it, enjoy every chapter. Like, read and absorb it because when you play it... Like, I don't think I could play it again. If you play it once and you get to the end... Yeah. It's... It's... Not the achievements. So I played the- it twice. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I I couldn't. Well, no, no, no. It, it was it was. Uh, I played it once, like naturally, okay. right? And then I went through and was like, "Well, this looks like an easy game to platinum. Let's uh-huh. try to platinum it." And then I saw the last trophy and went, "Yeah, no." What's about eighty percent? I think I've got the last. Okay, so um, spoiler. Let's just say the project in the epilogue. Uh huh. You have to one hundred percent it in all time zones. Oh my. So that's a giant no thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like every trophy but one. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I specifically went into the second playthrough going, okay, this is just for trophies. And I barely read anything. I just knew what to do. Yeah. Um, just, just go and final, play it. Just go, don't uh, listen to us anymore. Just go and play it. Well, don't listen to us at all. Let, let's be fair. <laughs> um, my final thoughts are going to include uh, a question for you, Craig. The gentleman, Jonathan Price, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or whoever it was that uh, suggested this, JG, uh, J-Dog, we'll call him J-Dog, um, brought up the nostalgia factor. This super raised my hackles the moment I booted it up of like, uh-oh, this is targeting me, <laughs> right? Like, like this is this is almost insidious with how much it's like, hey, you're old, you're going to like this. Uh-huh. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know how uh, old Jay Tholen is, but this might be coming from a genuine place of he remembers this, so that's why he did this. Do you think nostalgia for we remember that is blinding us to things about this game? And I don't have anything necessarily to point out and be like, well, what about this? It's just the whole, okay, this is shooting for my nostalgia boner really hard. So do you think the gaminess of this outweighs, like, like in terms of value, do you think, like, and I don't mean monetary value, but the the retro aesthetics of it um, are less of what you enjoyed about the package than the actual gameplay of it? I d- like, I enjoyed the gameplay and, like, obviously appreciate the aesthetics. To me, okay, here's a take. Here's a take. Thir- Is it hot? It's, 
No, I don't think so. Maybe not. But for me, it's nostalgia and good writing that pulls me through it. What if for someone younger that didn't experience experience this in the 90s, it's, it's just the exact same game, but instead of being nostalgic, it's just alien. It's just like a different thing that they're playing through. Like an alien her story. Yeah, like I think that, you know, Amelie could sit and play through this and enjoy it despite never having lived through it. I think, okay, right, I've now solidified it. I don't think it relies on Krusty as to make it good. Okay. All right. Because uh, in case you're new to this show, um, we here at the Bit Effect mm. take the, the stance of nostalgia is the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while nostalgia is the enemy, by golly, you can have some really fun fights with a good enemy. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I feel about this. Like, like there's half of me that is a sucker for this because, well, I am as old as I am. Mm -hmm. Then there's the other half that's like, how dare you market this directly to me? (laughs) Damn it. Kind of thing. Right. Um, so I'm really split on this. I would say there's more value to this than just the retro aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily for me because again, point and clicks, uh, but the fact that Joseph Gordon-Levitt forced us uh-huh. to play this, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm super glad he did. I was happy knowing about this game and then just going, oh, that's a really cool concept. I, I didn't plan on playing this. The only thing I take exception to, and you can tell me I'm wrong because you are infinitely, you know, like bigger brain than me when it comes to oh, oh yeah, stuff. <laughs> but when you say, like... Any reaction to this, if you think point and click, it's not. It's not a point and click adventure. It's you. It's the mechanics. You literally point and click. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's not a point and click. Yeah, point and click isn't quite the best label for this. No. But there isn't really a label for this. It's um investigatory games uh-huh. or compute computer simulate. Like I don't know. Like it is like a virtual machine. Like, if you've ever booted yeah, it, really is. it is something like that. I think point and click is a red herring. Yeah, yeah. When you say point and click, you think, okay, I can see my character. Mm-hmm. I move my character around. It's not that. Um, you know what? I had a brilliant idea that if I had more time, I would have tried. I was going to try this with PSVR. Oh, wow. And, like, actually put the headset on. And see uh-huh. if that made it made it a little more immersive. Probably would have. So if you have a headset like that, give that a shot. That might be kind of fun. But um, yeah, while I would not want a flurry of these, because and this hasn't happened because it's older. But uh, do you remember like the first time we saw a retro game that had the eight bit oh, aesthetics? Oh yeah, like, whoa, that's so cool. And then- like like that got so tired. That yeah. horse is dead, bloated, and maggoty, and people are still beating the hell out of it. Um, I don't think this will spark something like that. No. So as a one-off, this is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, two crusty old men can't tell you you'll like this even if you weren't there because you know our parents said that about 1940s movies, and I yeah I, I sort of like 1940s movies, but I you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I would say try it. Uh, maybe wait for a sale if you're on the fence. But even if you bounce off of this, you'll probably find something enjoyable, even if it is just the ridiculous music yeah. or the ridiculous video clips. So, yeah, that, that's why I sit now. All right. So what we're going to do is put up the old spoiler curtain. Craig, can you make a curtain noise? Oh, no, that was a Hannibal Lecter noise. 
Yeah, that was. Uh, I want to eat your your liver. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. That's, with a nice that's Chianti. Our, our meat. A very good uh, and farva beans. Oh yeah, farva yep, beans. Farva beans. Um, not Fanta beans. Oh my that's goodness! That's disgusting. Beans soaked in Fanta. Nobody should eat. Uh, Holy God! <laughs> now we know Maybe you're that's American. How you become Hannibal if, Lecter. If we didn't know you were American from your accent, we now know <laughs> you're American. Well, uh, I'm actually Canadian. This is all a show. I'm super nice. I'm not a dickhead. Um, okay, so spoiler wall is up. Uh, even at this spoiler wall, it's kind of a sheer curtain. Yeah. That you can just see sort of shapes behind. We're not going to like completely spoil everything. But we are going to talk about the ending because I have some problems with it. Uh, it's not going to be, and this person then does this. No. It'll just be vague. So at the end of the game, for various reasons... You come back years later to what you had. Yep. Right? It, it, imagine you booting up a Sega Genesis right now and be like, whoa, look at this. You know, if it had an OS or something. Like Dreamcast OS or something. Just to futz around with it. Um, there's a restoration project going on. Because this is mm-hmm. today's date. Let's put it that way. Um, I think this was a giant mistake. What they wanted you to do. Did you enjoy the restoration project end of this? Yes. Really? I think it is the second best use of time travel in a game ever. Um, I would imagine Back to the Future, the Telltale series, is number one. No. Dishonored 2 is number one. This is the second best use. <laughs> because, like, to me, the restoration project is about... it's tw- It was 20 years since that happened... And each headset has backups. You've got three backups inside your headset. And you literally, you click. It's like browsing the Wayback Machine on the internet now. That's what I was going to say, yeah. It's Wayback Machine yeah. the game. And you're in, you know, like uh, January 1997 and there's not a lot of pages. And then you move on to like February 1999. I'm making up all the dates, but February 1999. And yeah. you basically have to compress the whole game that you've play, played already. You have to investigate certain things through time to figure out uh, how spoiler are we going. <laughs> okay, you are given a list of objectives and you will have to flip back and forth from dates to dates to try to find what they would like you to find. Uh-huh. Put it that way. Um, now, I, I'm very... God, I was just going to say, to you, is this like when you're in Zelda and you're playing Zelda and everything's great, but then at the, <laughs> at the very end, there's three more sages and you're just like, fuck's sake, I've already found eight sages and now you're telling me there's three more. Look, eight sages is enough. I don't need 11. <laughs> I just need eight. Trust me. Uh, no, no, this is the only part of the game to me that felt like homework. Okay. Now... That may be because I was going for the trophy, to be fair. Um, but trying to get 100% of each time zone oh, I d- is ridiculous yeah. amount of work. I did not. And that's what it is. It is work. I didn't go. I didn't look at the trophy list. I played the entire game without, look. well, achievements. I, I, pl- yeah. I played it without even looking at it because I thought, if you have to do something like that, it must ruin it. I just naturally went through. At the end, I was like, oh, I'm finished. Wow. 
Uh, the ending does sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there is no middle saggy bit. Yeah. It is just bam, 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 bam. Um, the trophy list, for the most part, is fun to achieve. It's a lot of like, oh, make sure you caught all the goopers. Or um, donate to the exploration kind of mm-hmm. thing, if you know what I mean. Um, it, it's that kind of stuff. This this was the one that was like, ew, ew. Um, I I don't know quite how the mechanics of it work. I didn't look that deep because I, I just shut down. Like, yeah, nope, not going to do it. Which is fine. I'm not going to hold that up against the game. Did you enjoy, and I think the answer is yes, but uh, did you enjoy all the, the bullshittery you had to do with, like, the eye and stuff like that? Oh, fuck yeah. Right, so, basically, and this is the bit that I really loved, and I don't even know if it happened because I wasn't in these circles in the late 90s, but... Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, the enforcers, you, you the enforcers were locking down Gooper. You're not using Gooper. So, these people migrated to a different internet and this is completely and utterly logically capable of happening in the 90s we are going over there guys screw you guys i'm going home type stuff um but the way that that internet is portrayed is in a um top down rpg map type thing it's great which I do remember playing things like Adventure Quest uh-huh. and like Neopets yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember this stuff, for sure. Yeah. So in this, you can go up, down, left, right on a map, a literal map. There's mountains, there's castles. You go to the castle and the people that run the server are the king and queen. Oh my gosh. Fucking... They are lovably dorky. Uh-huh. Lovably dorky. It's amazing. <laughs> um, on top of this, in the bit that you probably hated the most then is you can buy an app, a separate app, separate to your web browser, which you place over the web browser, and it lets you see hidden objects in this land. And the entire epilogue... Jesus. The entire epilogue (laughs) is hinging on you using this technology to find certain items and objects and clickable things in this land... I flipping I I I loved I loved that it was like taking everything that you done before and saying okay now you've you've been in that playground let's do the ninja warrior course I I will I will give them that they did a very good job of setting up okay so this is how you use like the the what was it the file transfer uh-huh, system yeah the, basically the 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 pirate bay of this world um they set up, okay, sometimes this is how you use the eye. This is how you unzip things. They they set it all up really well. To me, it started to feel like work. <laughs> and I, I just kind of went, ugh, yeah. you guys. So so that might be my tolerance for point-and-click shenanigans hitting its peak, and that's all. Well, no, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm super glad you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, and when you say point-and-click shenanigans, you mean literally pointing and clicking literal pointing and clicking and literal shenanigans sometimes if you're a 40 year old Um, office worker you might love this (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so we're gonna talk about the ending Uh and we're i'm gonna put it as there's a catastrophic event that happens that is not hugely catastrophic it affects what maybe 12 people um tops are you talking about oh yeah Four, there's four people it literally affects 
and as in kills oh, I got five. four people. I got five. Five. Well, it, it changes depending on who you ban because if you ban somebody, they don't have their headsets on, so they live. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I I, I checked into it because I was curious. Okay. Well, now I'm confused. Um, anyway. So yeah, how judicious you are with your job genuinely affects how big this catastrophic event is. And even if you don't, again, it's like at max 12 people. If you include like the person who um, things happened to, the person who did it, the person, you know, I'm I'm, I'm including all them Mm -hmm. in this event. It's super small stakes with dead people, Um, which is my newest podcast called Small Stakes with Dead People, (laughs) uh, where I I take a small stake and I go to a graveyard and I review the stake. Um Actually, Craig, that might be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is where, and we're gonna say the name. No, we're not gonna say the name. We'll call him. We'll call him um, Mr. X. Mm. All right. So this is where you start investigating Mr. X. Of like, okay, what really happened? The way this game tries to make you empathize for Mr. X, I kind of felt angry about. Not like, you know, flipping tables angry about mm-hmm. it. It's like, yeah, okay, so the, the, guy's, the guy's a person, but, but he did this terrible thing that affected a bunch of people. I don't care what his stupid little game says as a eulogy. That doesn't make me go, oh, yeah, man, poor Mr. X. He had it rough, too. No, fuck that guy. Like, I, I like the fact that he's not a mustache-twirling villain, but I, I I don't like the game's uh, idea to um, have you empathize with people that I think don't deserve any empathy. Yeah, I think it's the one bit that got me was when you get to that section where he's like, guys, I'm sorry, I cocked. Oh, God, I just hiccuped like that. Was... Ow. I know it's this is emotional for you, Craig, but take your time and try to work through this. <clears throat> He's like, guys, I messed up. This is my admission of guilt. This happened. I finished the game. So play through it and you get, you know, eulogies or, you know, like um death yeah. messages from the people he killed. When before I thought that me as an enforcer what uh, was accidentally killing people in this dystopian world? I thought at the end of the game it was really tame. That the oh, what am I trying to say? So I banned someone from using Gooper. I thought I was killing them, and I was kind of like, okay, if that goes that way, that's fine. At the end, someone did actually kill four people, and they treated it like he used a Gooper image. You know, like yeah. That, I mean, I mean the, the person, the person you're investigating for takes this with the amount of seriousness that you should. Of like, look, we we have to do this. Um, but the way the game itself um, framed Mister X, mm-hmm. I thought was a bit of a mistake. I'm not going to say you know, it, oh, it ruins the game. It was just it didn't click with me at all. It's kind of like, you know, when you watch a movie and you're like, ah, I didn't really like the ending, but other than that, it was good. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I had that problem. And I think this is just a theme he likes to have in his games. Okay. But, yeah, it didn't click with me here. Um, I I thought the ending, other than, let's say Hap, because you, you can't 
nobody knows what Hap is unless you play the game. Um, the, the Hap, I think, also just put me in a place where I was like, okay, all right, let, let's just finish this at this point. I did all five of those those Lost and Founds, though. Um, did you donate to the no. expedition? No. I t- oh, Craig. Sorry. Oh, Craig. He just, he just wanted to go. So... Uh, if you don't donate, you don't get that case as a lost and found. Okay. This is a little spoilery, but again, I'll keep details late. If you donate, his family contacts, um, what is it? Mike, not Microsoft, um, micro, macro, whatever the company is. I can't remember. Macro space. And they're like, no, there we go. No, uh, it, it's micro hypnospace, whatever that company is. Uh, your the family contacts Merchant you. Like, soft. Hi, Merchant Soft. There we go, Micro <laughs> Merchant Soft. Um, and they're like, "Can you help us find him? Because he went on this expedition, and you actually have to get the case of okay. Let me open the email that he sent me saying thank you. And you go to his page. And you have to fast forward time, and he's like, "All right, we're setting off to these coordinates. Wish us luck, kind of thing. And it, it's kind of cool of like, oh hey, you know, you know, I got to find the guy. Um, he's probably dead." I mean, it's been like 20 years, mm-hmm. to be fair. He's probably dead. Um, but yeah, like, like that was fun. And, and finding the stupid little, like, like the Eye of Horus things on certain pictures. You're like, ah, hey, that's cool. Um, but at this point, I was ready for it to be over. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it was that. I don't, I don't know. Just a little yeah, unsatisfying. I really enjoyed it because for me... I, I, and I wasn't going for achievements or trophies. I don't know if that played into it, but... Right towards the end. Not my first run. My pay, the pace of the game, it felt for me, it was like, um, computing, um, oh my god, there's drama. Oh, it's breakneck. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then it just ends. Like, there's, there's a wee bit of, oh my god, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to click? But I, I just felt like it was an, an immediate burst of emergency followed by, you know, like, story. And drama, and I, I kind of liked it. I, I really liked it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair, man. Uh, no, no, Craig, you're wrong. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, no, that's fine. That that's perfectly fine. Um, I thought it was it was. T- let's say let's say um, um, T. Let's call him T. Um. I thought like like that would that that sucked. Like I liked reading about that of like, oh wow, your life just went to shit. Oh, that that that's kind of cool. And then you know that moment where you're in the end, and then Mister X pops into your little restoration group, and you're like, uh oh, yeah. He sends you that vaguely oh. threatening email, and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. If you um, find uh, I- anything, send it to yeah, me, swing it by first. me first. <laughs> and you're like, red flag. <laughs> Um, I, I, the ending was, because at that point I was like, oh, okay, there's going to be like one more chapter where, you know, I resolve everything. Nope. It is wham, bam, 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 which uh, I appreciate. Uh, it was like, well, you know, what's going to happen. Let's get this done with. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just thematically it didn't click. Okay. But what you going to say? What are we going to do? What are you going to do? I paid my money. I enjoyed my time. I will never play this again. And if you people keep suggesting these kind of games... We're going to have a talk. I'm going to sit you down and I'll be like, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, I just got a text that said um, Hypnospace Outlaw 2. 
Um, oh, how great! <laughs> Hypno Space Outlaw 2. Hypno Harder. Um, uh, we, we did do our final thoughts, but uh, I just want to reiterate, if you stayed... F- what? Hypno Harder, Outlaw Faster. It's a Daft Punk song. Literally, it writes itself. Oh. Hypno Harder. It does. Faster. You can have them do the soundtrack. Right, okay. Yep. Um, if... You stayed with us past the spoiler wall. You know what exactly we're talking about. And I'd be super curious to see if the ending hit for you. So if it did or it didn't, and you'd like to let us know because you're bored one night at 3 in the morning, go ahead and do so at the website. You can do that nonsense. Um, other than that, just to reiterate final thoughts, yeah, this is a special game. Uh, it, it does something nothing else does. So just from the unique next angle, I think it was totally worth the time. So thank you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I appreciate it. Um, but I didn't like, it's weird, Craig. I didn't like it. Yeah. Right. Like, like I, I this, this won't make my games of the year list mm-hmm. ever, unless the category is best adventure yeah. game. And they're like, I, I played one. Um, but I also didn't hate it. I don't So I'm in a weird spot it's, with this. I, one. I genuinely, for me, it never played into my mind that I was thinking, Oh, is this going to be in my game of the year or anything? Um, it's more like an experience. <laughs> if you're vaguely interested, go. If you like clicking things, play it. If you like solving puzzles, play it. Solving puzzles in a way you haven't solved puzzles yeah. before, really. Well, it's, like like it's, it, it's super unique. Uh, okay, all right. So uh, we're gonna call it wraps on Hit No Space. As you can tell. We're both conflicted and enamored and disinterested in parts. It, it's it's a mush. It's a giant mush. It's a gazpacho. This is a gazpacho of a game. Um, sometimes you're like, that sounds good. Other times you're like, ew, cold tomatoes <laughs> in a soup. That's disgusting. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I would say this... Hmm... Compared to the requests we've done, and this is not a ranking of the people that listen to us, although we should totally do that. Um, I didn't like this as much as Sayonara Wild Hearts, but this fired off certain lights in my brain that that didn't. And then Tales of the Abyss took a shovel to my brain, but it will always have a special place in my heart because that was our first request. Austin, if you still listen, buddy, I'm sorry we tore that apart, but not really. Um... (laughs) So, if anything, this has caused a really cool conversation. Because we've been talking about this, like, coyly for, uh-huh. like, a week. Uh-huh. Um, we've had a lot, of real, a lot of fun talking about it. So, thank you again for the um, request. If you would like to have a game where we waffle back and forth and then don't know what to think because we're stupid, uh, you could do so at the BitEffect website where we have a contact that you can get a hold of us. I didn't say form. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. We have multiple forms with uh, various options. Drop-down boxes. No, there's, just, there's just one <laughs> form and there's one... There's only three boxes. Just type in it. Only two of them are required. Um, there's only two required boxes. <laughs> um, if you would... Uh, like um, Mr. Uh, Jonathan Price, uh, if you'd like to have... Uh, your thoughts about this read out, go ahead and you can include that like we did with uh, Tales of the Abyss or Symphony of the Night. Um, the next game's coming up. Craig, um, what games are we going to butcher next? Oh my god. Right. This is good um, because there's many big, bigly 
games that we're going to um, butcher. We have embiggened our schedule oh, list, have, yes. Uh, so Retro Rewind-wise, which we will rename, um, is Splinter Cell, Time Splinters, Time Splitters, and Reservoir Dogs. But the next... Getting a Time Splinter sounds awful. Oh, that does sound horrible. Um, our Halloween month, which seems to be October, apparently... Includes which seems to be October, Craig. The most brilliant thing you've ever said. <laughs> so this year, Halloween falls in October. It's amazing. It's a coincidence because we are playing over three weeks: Vampire, Alien Isolation, and then Observation. Not the Rudger Hauer one, guys. I know you see Rudger Hauer's face, and you're like, "Well, I'm going to buy this," but not that one. Oh my God. Um. Okay, so uh, Craig did also say there, just a little bit of admin, uh, we're thinking about changing the name of the show from Retro Rewind because there's 9,422,000 things in Retro Rewind on the internet. So, if you have a good suggestion for what we can call our atrocity of a show, um, let us know. Maybe something with Fossil in the name? That would be fun. Um, Fo- but yeah, fossil uh, if you have suggestions, fuel. let us know. Fossil, fossil Fuel. Not terrible doesn't really explain what's going okay. on there um fossilized fun um fossilized fuck nuggets i don't know but if you have a good suggestion let us know uh if not we'll change it to something equally as stupid so don't you worry your pretty little heads about it and we will catch you next time when we do one of those shows that yeah. i mentioned and then earthbound <laughs> because ian hates me so, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to ask Professor Helper. <laughs> and we will catch you next time. Chow, chow,